Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, Slops, it's just Hey, Slops! Oh it's God. Meatball and Big Dipper! We're back together again, baby! And We're tonight, doing an intimate episode. It's just family. You're like... Oh, yeah. Um, We need to have a little sibling chat before our judges, because we know our monsters Oh, very anybody. good, very good. No, we catch up. We have five weeks worth of stuff to catch up. We talk about events, events, events. We talk about sexual uh, escapades. We talk about voicemails. And we also talk about a little something called a Segway. Los- Segway Los Angeles for all your electric Segway needs. All right, don't do all that, sis. Get- Goodbye. Enjoy the show. <laughs> Forever. Dog. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Oh, Diva. Ah, our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. How you sloppy, you stupid little fucks, you nest little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. I'm Meatball and that's Big Dipper and he's having a Red Bull. I want a Red Bull. All how I have is these just little, do, how did you these just little do mini that? Dr. Pepper. That Red doesn't look like <laughs> It's like the width. It's a mini. That doesn't look like a mini. Oh, no, it does. Yeah. I guess up close. Yeah, no. Oh my god, I look like a giant. Look at where these. did you get like, those from? We buy them from the store because neither one of us can finish a whole Dr Pepper bottle. Why is it specifically Dr Pepper? You were drinking like a two liter jug of Dr Pepper the other night. I bet it got flat real fast. It gets flat, so we get these little baby ones. <laughs> Listen, here we are, not talking about Dracula today. No, Don't... we're back. We know you missed us just talking shit. <laughs> Don't have a guest today. No guest. Fuck a guest. <laughs> We're both drinking carbonated beverages. Carbonation. My fat ass broke my toilet seat today. Ooh, ooh. Your brand new toilet seat? <laughs> I know. I texted Donnell. I was like, it broke. What? How? Okay. What happened? Did it slide a little sideways because you were trying to reach or something? So it, the toilet seat that I got, I got a wooden toilet seat because yes, I've always wanted a wooden toilet seat. I like the aesthetic of that. We can, but, Welcome to Toilet Talk because I got some notes about my toilet seat in a minute. Because, <laughs> you know, like to put it like a ceramic one, mm-hmm. it's it's all one piece. It's built that way. You yeah. know what I mean? Whereas like a wooden one, it's not, they don't carve a circle out of it. They glue pieces of wood together to create that toilet seat. So it's essentially four pieces of wood, like a square, but then curved out on the sides. So there are some seams. Mm-hmm. And so it cracked on two of the seams. So soon. And how long have you... It's less than a month that you've had that. Like three weeks. Since the Berenstein Bear... Okay. And I was out of town for a week. Okay, I have a docket here. What's what's your... Let me get to my toilet. toilet I got a toilet situation. Let's talk about toilet talk. Uh, P.S. I'm going to have some toilet talk later, if you know what I'm talking about. I don't. Um, My The medical way to eat got The medical... Okay. My toilet, I have a pink toilet. I know we've been over this. I have a pink toilet upstairs. Work. The toilet seat itself is pink. The uh-huh. toilet seat 
we had to replace because the first time I didn't realize that it's you can't use like a heavy cleaning product on it you, because it bleached out the pink. Oh, got it. Now I may have accident. So I use a heavy cleaning product on the toilet bowl itself, but I think some got on it, and so now. When I tried to wipe it off, there's like two spots where it's like the color is starting to rub away more and more. And oh, I don't no. understand. What am I so like I want my toilet seat to be clean, but I can't just use Windex and water on it. You know what I mean? Like I want to disinfect the seat. I'll say what all the divas say, like lemon juice and apple cider vinegar will do it. That might eat I don't well, I'll try it. I got limes. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Slobby Seconds. With Big Dipper and Meatball and Meatball and that's Big Dipper. Did I already do that? We might cut all the toilet talk out. We're back, baby. We're not doing anything. We're just thinking. We're I back! just woke up from a nap. I did too. But you're energized and I feel like I could sleep for six more hours. I'm correct. Let's go all the way back in time. Okay. On my so where do we got to dock it? I, oh, flipping those pages. Did you? What is that? Did you steal that from a hotel? This is a notebook from a hotel. I would like to hear you talk to me about Las Vegas and meeting Carrot Top. Go. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so about five weeks ago, I went to Las Vegas. <laughs> our One of our guests, Amy Miller, if you listened to that episode, we kept making jokes about uh, Carrot Top being gay and then how we were going to seduce him. And then the joke just kept going and going and going until the next thing I knew, we were we had booked a hotel room me and my boyfriend in vegas and we were booking the tickets for a meet and greet so we go to the vegas show to see carrot top does he go by another name no i don't know what his real name is carrot carrot top baby i will say the meet and greet was lovely he we we went in there there was maybe 15 people in our meet and greet group we all stood around. We all had to keep our masks on. The first thing that comes out is his dog. And he the dog came out and greeted everybody. And then he came out and just one by one came up, started talking to us, signed the merch that we bought. I spent a lot of money on merch, Carrot Top merch. I got a t-shirt, some pictures, <laughs> <laughs> stickers. I got a lot of Carrot Top merch. Um, and then we each got, like, we got a, took a group picture with them. And he was real fun. And he was like, you guys are really young and fun. And then Amy was like, yeah, we're all kind of comedians. And, like... Out of like, we were all we've all been on stage telling jokes, so we were like, Yes, we're all comedians. And um, he was like, Great, well, I have some new material tonight, I'd love to hear what you think about it. And he like was talking to us like we were friends, it was very cool. And, and then we you, took the a whole picture. time you're going, I've seen your penis head poke out of your shorts on. No, I didn't Instagram. say any of that, but I also think that maybe he was kind of in on it, like maybe he knew that we were there as a joke, but he did grab my titty. For our solo pictures, one on one, and my boyfriend Michael did grab his side very tight because we were still trying to see what was gonna happen. And then we all f- Instagram messaged him after the show to see if he would like come grab a drink with us or hang out with us. And he didn't respond to any of our stuff, but he was like, "Yeah, I've seen you guys all like commenting and posting pictures of me." So we know that he's seen our Instagram stories, but he did not respond to them after the show. But well, if you, you are ever a- in Vegas, you didn't have a hot twink with you. Well, we had two. I think he was more into Amy's ex, Adam, than he was into to Michael. But we can't tell Michael that. Um, <laughs> but if you're ever in Vegas and you are near the Luxor and it's his week on, go see the show because it was actually very good. Oh, do you get carrot cake at any point after seeing the show? No, we went and ate Mexican. Oh, okay, work. Just down the way, because we were waiting for him. We were waiting for the show. Did he do lots of prop comedy? It was all prop comedy. It was an hour and a half of straight prop comedy. So he like reaches under a counter and goes like... he just has eight fucking boxes lined up across the back of the stage, and he starts at one and works his way through every joke. And then there's a sound guy who is like running sound cues and video cues, like... With, as the jokes are coming, like are there a lot of like slide whistles? Like, there's some of that. There's some like coughing. There's like at the end, he finishes with a huge drag number, basically with like 18 reveals. Could you see the work up close? His facelift and stuff like that could during the meeting. Well, I could see that there was work done previously, but I don't think that he's maintaining. Mm. He I just think did the big yank go. like 10 years ago. Also, it was really weird watching at the very beginning of the show, 
for like a three minute countdown, there's just clips of him on like every single late night show for the last 20 years, every movie he's been in. It's just like showing you like, this is Carrot Top. He was one of the most famous comedians of all time in the 90s. I feel like that's cool because it's like, it's like, look, you're seeing a legitimate person who's built a huge career, but it does a little bit feel like you're at someone's funeral. Yes, I think that joke was made. Yes. I will say the show is an hour and a half long. Could be an hour. I had so to start. You got I had some to... notes. So you, he never asked you for the notes on the new material. No, we thought he was going to come hang out with us. So literally after the show, we <laughs> went to a Mexican restaurant that was like 10 minutes away from the theater. I mean, when I say 10 minutes away, we're all still inside a casino because it's Vegas. Were you delusional to think that he was actually going to come hang out with you? Absolutely. Now, did you ever find a professional email uh, to see about him coming on the podcast? I have his manager's phone number. Oh, well, I guess I'll call the booking department. Yeah, we need him on the pod, even though we outed him. Okay, now, oh, and then Those also Rainbow after that. Socks outed him, motherfucker. The and next night. come in the back of his throat. Sorry, keep going. I'm sure he's like a strict top, no cum gums near his face. And I... like no kissing buttholes. No, yeah. Um, The next night, I went to go see Excuse RuPaul's me. Drag Race live. <gasps> Derek Barry. Derek Barry was there and she recognized me in the audience. We also need to book her on the podcast. What yes, are we absolutely. doing? Put, write Derek Barry on your little hotel notepad. And Thank you. while Miss Vanjie was performing, this is how the donuts get made, people. Just so you know, she looked down at me, yes, pointed, tapped her tuck, and said, "This is how you tuck." Vangerella said that did Miss Vanjie, and then afterwards, I told Naomi, "I go, we're staying for the meet and greet. I have to talk to Vanjie. You can't, you can't. You're not allowed to talk to them during the meet and greet. You just stand on the stage, like in front of them, and the picture is taken." <gasps> but I turned to Vanjie and I went, "I love your tuck, sis." And she was like, yeah. And then later we were messaging and she was like, you know, I'm just collecting my little checks. And I was like, little checks? She's a, She has it out for me. What? Wait, what do you mean little checks? How does that she I have think it she out was for making, you? She was, she, one, she was making fun of the fact that oh, the whole time we were on tour, my tuck was loose. And two, okay. she was saying, like, I'm making a ton of money. And she's, oh, I think God. she was just being like, you're still not. I'm. You came to my show. Anyway. Um, she sounds sh- like she was being playful. Yeah, put her on the list of people we She'll should be pointing at. You. Okay, put her on well, the this list. is okay. a booking, a brainstorming episode. That's what's okay. So now, where? Are, well, they need to hear this because we also need to get. We have to do this. Okay, so what was your? Oh, Berenstein Bear Festival. The Harrison it's called Street, the Berenstein Street, Street Fair. Fair. And now I'm getting in so much trouble because everywhere I we talked about the 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 other name for it as our joke name when I posted about it on Instagram, everyone was like, "Oh, you mean the Berenstein Street Bears Fair?" And I'm like, "Girl, that name somehow has more recognition than Berenstein Street Fair at this point." <laughs> you look um, like you're having a wonderful time. And was that the first reveal of that ham and cheese? It was um, the first, first time I wore the ham and cheese costume in public. It's I don't know how to store that. Where do I put it? It can't go in a closet. It's sitting in my living room right now. But what about when I have um, tricks over? How do I explain the large... Soft sculpture. Soft sculpture. That is my <laughs> soft sculpture I had I made. I this from Serena Chow Chow. Don't you have a garage? Can't you like wrap it in I trash guess bags I and put it in the garage? in plastic and put it in the garage. You are That's correct. what I would do. I also just cleaned my garage this morning. Ooh, and room for my new segue that's coming. Oh, okay. Put it on the list. Okay, so I drove to San Francisco. I had never done the drive to San Francisco. Uh, we took the scenic route, which no, uh, we Up did the one. We did it on purpose because we wanted to see the ocean, but it did take a long, long it takes time. Like eight hours that way. And uh, we were going to stop. We went to the Madonna Inn, which, why? I I just was there for a wedding. (laughs) Add it to the list. (laughs) Add it to the list. No point in going to the Madonna Inn anymore. I feel like, okay, here's the point. If you got the good room to stay in, or if you're going during the daytime, the sun was down. We were not staying there overnight. So we ended up going there for the food. Yeah, you went there to You get the cake. Yeah, you get the cake. But- and we didn't get cake because I was on my program. Write it down. Program. Write it down. <laughs> no. Um, 
No, you're supposed to get the cake and then you sit in the main room where the dance floor is and they have like a live band. And there was a live dance. band, but they wouldn't seat us in the main room because we didn't have a reservation. So we had to eat in the cafe and the woman who served us, her name was Sheena Weston, sister to Sheena Easton. And she was a real mean person to us. She that was a good one. Sister. I made that up. Thank <laughs> that you so much. Good. That was good. Um, and then we just ate food, and it was like eight thirty or nine o'clock. And I just looked at Donnell, and I was like, "Should we just drive the rest of the way to San Francisco?" Wait, like, so you yes. weren't gonna just? I thought you were. Gonna, you didn't get a room there and stay the night. We were thinking about it, but we didn't do it ahead of time. And then we got there, and I was like, "This sucks. Let's just go." So then we drove, and we stayed at like. Howard Johnson in the mission and we got there at one in the morning and like woke up randomly in the morning in San Francisco after crashing in like like a little shitty hotel and then we moved no. into like this super nice Hilton downtown. No, can't do that. That is not the way I like to travel. I need to know where I'm staying and leaving and I don't drive at night. I hate driving at night. Oh yeah. Well Donnell did most of the driving because I I was okay legitimately once he took over driving after that i was like bobbing in and out of being awake because i was so tired i had shot my music video we had done a bunch of we did the live show and then immediately like went like there was just so much going on i was so tired i haven't had yeah wait neither one of us had had a free weekend for the last three months he looked at me and he he was like i like said something back to him and he was like you what you said just didn't make any sense and i was like what and he was like, you just said, yeah, well, if Jesus didn't sweat through the tank top, you could have gotten it. And I was like, what were we talking about? And he was like, I brought up the person who sings this song on the radio. Like, it was I. Oh, and you were asleep. I was asleep, but like somehow open. responded. And it reminded me of in college, I used to be so sleep deprived. I would go to class and take notes and my notes would not make any sense whatsoever i'd be like scribbling gibberish kind of with my eyes open like listening to the professor like bobbing my head back and forth Woo! those are the days in college when i'd be like it's just not gonna happen for me today i i would just get up and leave a class i mean (laughs) that's probably more more respectful than sitting there half asleep trying to pay attention girl all right girl let's take a break we're going to take a break now Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like... Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion. There's plenty of vegetable and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of ma- pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box 
plus 20% off your next box. That's code SLOPPYSECONDS50 at factormeals.com slash SLOPPYSECONDS50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. And we're back. Oh, it was okay until the end. Will, 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 can you auto-tune that so I sound good? Actually, that's a lot of work. Don't do that to Will. Don't do that to Will. No, let them listen to the real grittiness of your voice. Uh, Oh. Okay, so quickly about the the performance. I had a great time. It was my first time performing since February 15th of 2020. I did a little comedy show. No, you show. did a live show. I did a little comedy show. You and I, we did our live show together. I did one or two online gigs. But it was the first time I did a full concert. It was 30 plus minutes. I had six backup dancers. I did a whole, I did a whole show outside. And it was raining on and off, on and off, on and off. And right before we started... It stopped raining, and so at, during my first song, they like pulled all the tarps off the speakers and everything. So and, and then and it didn't Jesus rain said, for the rest of the thing. That I did that for you because you didn't sweat through that tank top. <laughs> and I was like, I'm delirious, but here we <laughs> go. It was really fun. I had a great time. That's great. How yeah. was it? Like, what did it feel like performing again? I was really nervous I wasn't going to have the stamina, but only once did I feel like, oh, fuck, I'm really going to get tired. But I was able to recover pretty quickly. That's good. Um, And for the rest of it, I was able to do it. I had a bunch of costume changes. I remembered all the lyrics to the songs I wrote five years ago that I still, you know, perform. Like, it was cool. I had a really good time. But I will tell you, when you have to say words into a microphone – remember sort of dance moves and staging and it's a daytime gig so you can see every single person's face Oof. see their facial expressions see them filming you see them talking that's why to their i don't friend. wear my glasses when i perform so and i don't like, have to see people's faces i'm processing what i'm looking at which is like gauging how people are enjoying the show and figuring out what i can do to make that experience better if they're looking a little low energy how i can like you know do a call and response or get people engaged i'm thinking about all that while also you know wrapping lyrics into a microphone so having to do both those things is a muscle and i hadn't exercised that in a long time so it was cool i had a good time i'm so happy for you and check. what's next on the check off the list off that the hotel list your party fat slut <gasps> oh my god if that was so long ago it I was like three weeks ago through a not party even. called yeah not even called fat slut we packed out precinct i had a wonderful time uh we started with um, my some of my favorite drag queens. I brought in Pinche from Dallas. We love cornbread and love corn. Mary Cherry. Love and chair. I performed. It was a really fun show. Then we had the sexy food eating competition that could have gone two ways, and it went well. Some of the notes that I got from people in the audience, there were six contestants, but I think it was only thirty minutes long. Like I really kept it moving, but that's I did... long. Yeah. But I was keeping it moving, and it should have been five contestants, but there was a, a small boy with a mustache in the front row who said, let me do it. And I said, well, got to let you in. Now, I- <laughs> <laughs> now they ate food. Could you next time get someone with a nice ass and put whipped cream in their crack and have their ass eaten out on stage? Because that's a contest I would join. That's how you get another... I don't know if that's the direction I went, but I did. The notes that I got were like, I wanted messier food. They wanted like cakes and stuff, but I really didn't want to fuck up precinct. So I got them buttered noodles. No, I gave them spaghetti and spaghetti. No, spaghetti and meat sauce. There was a half a watermelon, a rotisserie chicken, 12 boiled eggs. Ew. I know. So the minute did, those came out of the refrigerator, everyone in the room was like, "Gross." There was you did the, Trisha Paytas. Hi, here's what I eat in a day. That's yeah, basically. <laughs> and then what was the other ones? There was other. There was two other ones, and then it ended with the top two having to do a sexy cheesecake eating competition, where each got a full cheesecake and they got to do whatever. You they bought wanted. dinner for these people. I spent a lot of money on food. It was a lot of money on food. Um, but the winner 
won $300. Okay, and were. Nicole was there to judge the competition. We had a wonderful time. Love I can't Nicole. wait for the next one. I haven't seen Nicole in so long. Me either. That was the last time I saw her. And then we got, I got very fucked up at her house afterwards to the point where she was like, how are you going to get home? <laughs> <laughs> that's um, being like it's time to go to bed how are you gonna get home yeah that's exactly what it was but i had already called a lift she just kept on being like where is it and i was like girl i don't know it's 2 a.m um what else i would What's- like to know about your experience at the Moderna inn because you went to a wedding so I you weren't wedding, like so- in the middle of a road trip you were there for the destination yes so every all of our other friends got there the night before but me and Michael, I had to work, and Michael had to work, so we were we were just like, okay, let's go up the day before, or the day of. So we drove up. It's only like three hours away. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. We went we went to the wedding. They held it in the dining hall, like where the dance floor is, is where we were all sitting. And oh yeah, it was the wedding for Creme Fatale, our good friend. Work, yes. Um, and it was just really fun. Like it was just a really good time. And like the Madonna Inn, there. You're right. There aren't. Not all of the rooms are super cool, but our friend Cheyenne from the Best Friends Club got one of the, I think, one of the coolest rooms. Apparently, it's one of the owner's favorite rooms. Everything in the room was made of rocks. Like, the walls and the floor were all just, like, exposed rock. And then her shower, you could turn it on, and you would hear the water running, and then you could watch it run from the ceiling down like a sled of rocks basically and then onto you and the sink was the same way which was kind of funny because after you peed and went to wash your hands you had to turn the sink on and then you got to wait for it you know you gotta let gravity do its thing um and so we did that we went to the pool and swam until the pool closed we hung out in her room i we didn't got know a really... they had a pool see now it's like a, a cool place yeah there's a pool and it doesn't close until 11 and the whole thing was heated so we, and it's like in san luis obispo so everything was covered in fog Sa- Louis. Saint Louis. What do they call it? Slow. Slow. Louis. I don't know. We had a wonderful time. Creme had a beautiful wedding, a great reception. The food there was It was a beautiful wedding. (laughs) And the cake, the cake there, you got to try it. There's three different flavors. Did you have the pink champagne cake? We had the pink champagne cake. (laughs) Champagne cake. Okay. Now, what? Okay. We're 23 minutes in. What Uh else is on the docket? All right, so the Madonna Inn. <laughs> Madonna Inn was great. I suggest everyone go, but when you do, you're gonna have to pay a lot of money for a nice room. Okay, because so like that's... some of the base, more basic rooms, we were in like a medium room, so it was just really big, but it was like wood paneling. But then our other friends were in a room the same size as ours, but their entire wall was like glittery, and in photos, it looks like the whole room is rhinestone. Ours was called Morning Star. It was supposed to be like a westerny. Did you feel western? Did you call Orville and FaceTime him and say, "Does this look should've western called, to you?" N- should have called him. Does um, this look? But our western room did have a bidet. You? Does this look western to you, girl? And then we woke I up the next morning for the bidet. Sorry, and I was vomiting. <gasps> so we headed out, came home. Then uh, all of the best friends club. I like slept the whole time I was here. Then all of the best friends club came over. Well, not all of them. Everyone was Cheyenne. Anyway, they well, came over. House we got ready. How guest, huh? On Halloween, yeah, mama. Then we all Halloween! got ready. We went out to t- the Twin Temple concert to see Louisiana Purchase perform, and she did like five numbers straight, just talking in between, and then continuing to perform. And I was like, I would never have the stamina to do that. I was like, get me through one three minutes, and I'm like. Ugh. And then the concert was great. Then we went to precinct to go eat dinner because we f- didn't eat beforehand. And the kitchen was closed. So oh. then we all came over to my house. And I ordered us three pizzas, extra large. And they would have fed us all. I don't know. The only pizza place that was open at midnight. And on Halloween. And when they delivered the pizzas, there was one missing for 12 people. Wait, 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 wait. You ordered three pizzas and they only I sent two? I ordered three extra large pizzas and they only sent two. So what everyone like do? had like did one slice of pizza. I did, and they just were like, "We can't do anything. We'll refund you." But I was like, "There's got to be something you can do." It's like I waited forty. I had all these people waiting for forty-five minutes. The guy went and picked it up. There was three pizzas on the order, and you opted to just be like, "Oops, we can't do anything." Not 
come pick it up from us. We're, the, they were literally like, we're closing everything's off. And I was like, but it said three, like you had, you got everything else on the order except for one pizza. I find that hard to believe. The like, it's, I feel like, I mean, I'm sure there is, but as we're talking about it, I feel like there's nothing more frustrating than like a missing food item. It's only okay if I'm like binge eating and I order like six things from a Thai restaurant and they like miss one of them. Because the exact same thing happened with me and Donnell when we were in San Francisco after the show. We went back to the hotel, we ordered food, and we were just popping off on the menu and they forgot the like duck that we ordered that we were so excited as like the main course. Now, when all the food arrived, we realized we had significantly overordered. So they just like refunded me and we didn't get that one dish. But it was so frustrating because I was like, that was the main dish. Now we're just eating like the noodles and the appetizers. It was plenty of food. But for a big group of people and not having plenty of food, girl. Well, the that worst is the part about it was outrageous. like, I called the driver and he was like, that's what they gave me. That's what they gave me. And no. so then I called Uber. Or whatever, and I was on hold for super long, and then while that was happening, I, like, was filling out the thing on the thing, and it was just like, we'll refund you. And then I got customer service, and they were like, yeah, sorry, there's nothing we can do. We can just refund you, or you can call the restaurant and see what to do. And when I called the restaurant, the restaurant was like, hey, so sorry, uh, we're closing now, so there's nothing we can do. And I was like, I will send someone over. I will send an Uber to come pick it up. Like, if there's any way, I was like, there's just a bunch of people downstairs, and there's not enough food for everyone. You said they said call Domino's, but they weren't open. There was nowhere else open. L.A. sucks for late LA night sucks food. Can we just be night. honest about that? At night, at everything, all the restaurants close at ten, and if there's and if. And if it's coming to a close, Some of like, them close you can't at order nine. at nine forty five. You can't order at nine thirty. Order Some of them stop. close at nine. The the only place that's open late around me is open till eleven. But I know we had a friend visiting from New York, and she's like, everything closes so early. And I was like, yeah, everything in New York stays open till two. Girl, I miss that. But also, no one would make money here. I remember in that. New York, I used to um, go to this party. I've talked about it before. West Gay. Um, and it was <gasps> I on. I used to go to West Gay. It was on uh, the West Side at a club called the West Way, and the only late night food option. It was in sort of an industrial area, so there was not. Yeah, there's nothing around. There was no bodega open, and you know, if I would Bodegas. take the train home or take the car home, if I was feeling bougie and I had forty dollars to spend on getting home and take you the car like ordering duck. I would always I would always stop I would have the car drop me off at the bodega two blocks from my house. Yeah. And I would get a turkey sandwich, maybe with bacon on it, club sandwich that I would eat fully at four in the morning or whatever when the club was closed. Or yeah, it would be late as hell. But right by the Westway, like a few blocks over, and I forget what street it was. I want to say Broadway, but I don't know that that's West enough. Um, there was a McDonald's. And this McDonald's was sometimes open and sometimes not. And it always depended on what time of night it was. Sometimes it was like fully open and there was a line of people and you could like get food. And sometimes it was closed. And other times they would be like, closing and so they Mm -hmm. would like turn you away and it was always like i never craved mcdonald's i was never interested in getting mcdonald's but always be like i'd walk the two blocks from the club and there would be this moment of like do i take the train or get a car and can i go to the mcdonald's those were the like late night decisions that got made on the street that reminds me of uh bagel smith across from metropolitan now yes because now they don't know they choose when to close they used to be open so late and so last time i was there i looked on their website and it was like we close at 11 and i hopped in a car and i made sure to get my ass over there close at 11 i've got it used to be like basically 24 hours morning yeah Yeah. now it's like mm, close at 11 and i got there at like 10 30 and like the place was shut down they had their gates closed what are they doing over there? They don't want the drag queens. They don't want the. Kids I think maybe the- Mary Cherry had made too much of a, um, a stink. I don't know. She. <gasps> should I? Oh, we should take that out. Everyone knows that Mary Cherry. <laughs> Wait, why I am I still saying that? it? Uh, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Well, we'll be back in a break. 
Okay, we are back. What else is on the docket? What else have you been doing? I went to Palm Springs for Leather for, Pride. For Leather Pride, weekend. baby. So, um, stayed when at this CCBC? Episode, did you stay this, at CCBC? I didn't. When this episode comes out, um, when this episode comes out, it will be Palm Springs Pride will have just happened. But the week, and I will have been there. Oh. I'm leaving for Palm Springs tomorrow. So I warm the desert up for ya. Yeah, but I know all those pools are gonna be bear soup. Uh, so I went the week before, which was Palm Springs Leather Pride, and. The they have a uh P S L O D, I think is what it's called. Pumpkin spice lattes of the desert. Just kidding. It's called um Palm uh, uh Palm Springs Leather Order of the Desert. So they are the nonprofit organization that put on Palm Springs Leather Pride. And I stumbled across Leather Pride a few years ago. I was in town visiting my aunt and uncle, and some friends of mine were like, oh, stumbled come, upon to, it. come to this pool party. And I was like, okay, I went. I probably talked about it on the podcast. I went to the pool party, and I walked inside the hotel where the pool was, and everyone was like, naked or half naked and fucking yeah. or not fucking like there's a clothing optional resort and they it, they literally for this specific pool party people have their hotel rooms open the people mm-hmm. are fucking in there people are fucking mm-hmm. out in tents they put slings up in tents out in the yard like it is a complete fuck fest nude you know huck, pool huck, party. Time, you know what i mean you were sucking dick left and right and you well i wasn't and you tell me what do you think the demographic is at this pool party Twing, twings, bears, no. fat bears, big, well, big leather daddy bears. No, it's just like if you, you know, it's m- more, more. The majority are over fifty. You know what I mean? The majority oh, so are were, pushing. You're 50. having it. It's like daddy central, um, but it's very overwhelming. So my takeaway from the whole event, there were lots of things, and what I should have done is just gone and slept. Slept at the hotel, relax, go to a pool party, go home and sleep. I went to the leather contest. I watched um, the new uh, Palm Springs, like Mr. Palm Springs leather winner get get crowned. And um, then you saw him crowning. No, but it was really sweet. He talked about his coming out story and how he told his sister and she was the one person who supported him. And then at the end when they were taking photos, this there was like a random woman like not outfitted in leather at all. And she came up on stage and was like taking a picture with him. And he just like piped up. He was like, this is my sister. This is who I was talking about. And the whole crowd like cheered for her. It was like a really touching moment. While someone's getting fisted in the back. No. So, okay. So this was my takeaway from the whole thing. Um, I enjoy leather. I, I don't know that I'm in the leather lifestyle, but I definitely enjoy the aesthetic and I do find it sexual. <laughs> what are you doing with your eyes? Just having a stroke. Oh. <laughs> um, but what I will say, what I find overwhelming is that at these parties, there is this incredibly non-existent dis- like line of distinction between... A dance party, a socializing party, a fuck party, and I think people find that very, very freeing, but I find I found it a little overwhelming personally. So like I went out to this bar and I like look over and I see someone that I know and I wave at them and I go over and I talk to them and I'm talking to them and then I like look to the left and I see someone like smiling and kind of bouncing. And then I look behind them and I was like, oh, they're getting fucked Mm, just mm -hmm. right there. Like, it's not like, you know, oftentimes it's like the back room is for fucking. Yes. And and I don't know if I'm being a square or as that um, uh, our favorite caller that we uh, uh, refer to calls me vanilla 512 calls me vanilla from the 512. I don't know if I'm being vanilla here, but I don't think we should say their name anymore. uh, We've never said their name. Five one is this their name? Not five one two. <laughs> Don't do that to me. Um, but I, I was like, really, I was like, oh shit! Like, like this is actually hard for me to put all of these things in the same moment. 
Like in my mind, I'm like, oh, if you're gonna fuck, go to the back room, and if you're gonna yes. like hang out and socialize, I, be on the patio, and if you're gonna dance, be in the dance floor. But it was all happening at the same time. Same thing with the pool party. It's sort of all I, happening. But don't you think that that probably just comes from like here in Los Angeles? You can't just fuck out in the like. You have to. You gotta take it to a bathroom. Like it's just the way that we're used to things. Because I know. I don't feel that way when I'm in Palm Springs at those parties because I'm like, this is a free-for-all. Right. I just said personally. Person For me? For me personally, the way I would have a conversation with someone is sort of different from the way I would interact with someone if I was cruising them. And maybe that means I'm a fake-ass bitch and I'm like, Seems you know, like sexually code-switching too much. Seems but like it might be. In my mind, those things are kind of separate. Also, we've talked about this before. Like, I don't want to be fucking someone and they go like, oh, my God, Big Dipper. Yes. Like, I want my my, my like my performance persona to be separate from my sexual persona. Mm-hmm. And I think when it's when everyone's sort of talking and introducing one another and then being like, Mark, Mark. Oh, he's busy. Clearly, he has a dick in his mouth. And you're like, whoa, I was just trying to shake someone's you're hand. Like, God damn he's... it, Marcus. You know, I don't know. That part to me was overwhelming. But I would say overall I had a nice time. But I'm really trying to – it's been 36 years and I don't – well, I hate when people do what I just did. Say like, it's been 36 years. And it's like, well, no, you didn't start your weird behavior until until you're 21. At least you're 20. um, But you didn't start cruising and stuff until like probably 30s? Well, I'm not talking about cruising. I'm talking about FOMO. Mm. Like I, if I know there's a party going on that I have curiosity to attend, or a prepaid ticket to attend, even if I'm feeling tired, I will like force myself out of bed, slam a Red Bull, and try to go to that party, even yeah. if I won't have a good time. I have such severe FOMO. I always want to know what the thing is and I'm see sorry what that it that's is. Your journey. I would go. I would go. I would nap it out and go. That's what I did, but I kind of feel you. like I should have just stayed in and relaxed. Recovered from the Berenstein Bears fair. Now who's going to get in trouble? Well. Okay, what else is on the docket? Oh, I about me. Want... Oh, about you. Nothing else. I guess you're not busy. Um, I do want to just say quickly, I can't really announce it because it's not public, but I did book a very exciting gig for the spring of next year. Oh, yeah, you told me. And it's going to be a fun time. Stinky. I. Did you cook a putanesca? Sorry, what? Cook a putanesca? I made a soup last night. <laughs> oh, God. Made How a white was your be- soup? Made a you white did. You bean, made the white bean soup? White bean portobello kale. What else was in it? What's the one that's like not an onion? It's round. Shallot. No, it's long and white, and then it has a green thing on the top that goes like this. Green onion? Oh, leek. Yes, leeks was in it. A bunch of herbs. Oh, I'm getting a Segway. I I cleaned my garage because I'm getting a brand new Segway scooter, baby. So talk to us about this. Segway LA reached out to you because they were like. Segway Los Angeles. They were like, those assholes at Lime and Bird have ignored you for too long. Yes, our longtime listeners will know. And I constantly talk about how I'm always on scooters and stuff. And they were like, do you want one? Like, we, we know you want one. And Lime and Bird wouldn't give you one. We'll just give you one. So I was. I went over there to La, to Segway Los Angeles, looked at their showroom, picked out a Scooty, and it's getting custom wrapped. So it's going to be fun colors that I picked out. And I'm going to make a costume to match it, and I'm going to be like fucking Evil Knievel on that bitch. Now, did you I'm get taking the it to kind, shows. Did you get the kind that's like a little motorbike, or did you get a scooter? Like a it's basically a scooter. small Vespa. <sighs> That's too much. It is, is it too much. But I think it's legal, will... or you have to ride it on the sidewalk, or what? What is the I think the you rule? can do. I think it's technically a bicycle because there are pedals on it. Oh, okay, work. But it work. is the shape of a Vespa. Okay, with pedals. I'm scared for you. I'm scared for me too, baby. But I am gonna see if I can like take it on stage with me. Is it gas powered or it's all electric? No, it's electric. electric. It's a Segway. You know the guy who invented a Segway died on a Segway? What? The person who invented Segways died because he he was riding a Segway like on a cliff 
and he fell off the cliff on a Segway. On a cliff? I just listened to a podcast about it. Literally listened to that podcast the day before Segway Los Angeles reached out to me. Also, if you live in LA, baby, get to Segway Los Angeles. (laughs) They got Segways. They They got got motorbikes. They got Segways. Well, we also need to give you a nice shout out because you were the star role in the drag slash murder Halloween radio play. Oh, yeah. That came out, too. Jesus Christ. I know. I think we might need three episodes a week. No, we can't do it. I can't. Can we sell ads on that many? (laughs) No, it's like um, the Dragula thing has really changed because we used to be able to chit chat and catch up and with our guests. Now we're only talking about the Dragula recap. But uh, I think as more and more girls get like kicked off, will it'll be easier to like chit chat about our lives. That's right. But so people, can, how can did they you do a double about, elimination? You're like, I'm looking for some ways to go. How did you feel about the um the drag slash murder? I loved it. I listened to it all the way through. I a bunch of people were talking to me about it, and then I was like, I should listen to it because right after it came out, because I was like, I remember like doing it and reading the script, but um. When we recorded it, we were just recording, like, certain scenes with certain people. Uh, so I didn't get to hear, like, G- when when Gia Gunn is talking, it, it, for me, it was you. Right. And same with all the Margaret Cho stuff. Yeah. So it was, like, all filler. So when I finally got to, like, listen to it, I was like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. It was, there was a lot. There was a lot of um, logistical things to to put together to make it happen. Did you enjoy it? Yes, I thought it worked out great. And big... uh, my favorite part was when we were recording, and Bob and Jackie Beat seemed like they were hated each other, and it they got truly real tense. Got into a fight. It got it, it got tense, and then and I know that they were like kind of joking. I couldn't tell, but I know that me and Lucy Stool and and Maureen San Diego were texting each other back and forth, being like, <laughs> "Is this a joke? This is uncomfortable." Yeah, there was a there was a lot going on, but it turned out great. I was really happy with that. I am too. So if you haven't listened to it yet, go ahead and give it a listen. It's on Meatball. literally everybody's It's on everybody's feed. feed. And Meatball is not just an acclaimed actor on Netflix, episode four of Pretty Smarts. Um, just the one smart. Which they're going around. They're doing. Okay, listen. They're going what? around and they're. it seems like they're doing like media stuff for it. And you didn't get the call? No, I'm fine not getting there. That doesn't make sense for me to get the call. But I am... <laughs> I am like fingers crossed. Maybe there's going to be a season two. Maybe and I can Kai, weasel. Kyle maybe I can weasel my way back in there. They do a second. Uh, they, just another they do another episode, episode of with a different bar. drag night. Yeah, and I'm not in it. It's like someone else. It's like Bob or Monet. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, Kai," and, you're and like, it's Whoa. just Monet. And they're Whoa. like, "You look thinner, but <laughs> your ass is still fat." Wow, did you get a BBL? BBL. <laughs> All right. Also, on Baba Monet's podcast, Monet did an impression of me that was very bad. Well, she did a great impression of Gemma Collins. She did do a Gemma Collins. No, she did Tiffany Pollard. Oh, right. Tiffany Pollard. Um, All right. We're doing. Do you have an order of a voicemail? Or any of them? Start with the one from the guy that has a very similar voice to you. (laughs) When I was listening to it, I literally was like. So, I hooked up with a guy last night. The sex was really hot. I fucked him a couple of times. I came in his ass. It was a reunion because we had had sex almost a decade ago. What a great time. And at the end of it, he casually mentions how he likes to eat shit. He loves it so much. And the kicker is he said he used to have severe IBS, but now, after eating shit, he takes two shits a day. They are always solid. They are always great. He never has any stomach issues. And he said, eating other people's shit is the best probiotic his body has ever had. Fuck all your yogurt cultures and kefir. Eat someone's shit, and you will have great shits yourself. 
Okay, full disclosure, that was That me. sounds like you. It was um, me. Great call, though. High energy, <laughs> straight through, no fumbling. We, no. we didn't need to hear anything else. You told it's the story. It's almost as if uh, that caller hosts a podcast. Um, um, <laughs> so do you want to answer that call, or do you want me to act, tell a little bit more of the story? I think we got the whole story. Ah! <laughs> but what I will tell you is... <sighs> That is a thing called a fecal transplant. And I had a friend when I lived in New York who got one because they had such severe IBS. And their doctor was like, all we're going to do is take someone with a healthy gut, take their poopies, blend it up with water, and then they take a tube and stick it up your nose, down your throat, and then they release it into your body. And much... Like a yeast eating bread, it like it will grow. It starts to eat whatever's in there, and it gives you the good bacteria. So you get the good poopies. So you, then you get the good poopies. Well, you probably pay thousands in medical bills to do that, or just find a rim chair and hop on underneath it. Did you poop in this man's mouth? I didn't. No, I bumped into him at one of these events. It was like a reunion because we had met 10 years ago when I was traveling around on tour. Um, this was back before I was on prep years ago, and he wanted me to fuck him without a condom. But yes, I, baby. But Give I said it to no. Him raw. Give him that dog, baby. <laughs> because I'm in his guts. Because, but I said no because I wasn't on prep and I was in a relationship and I only fucked other people with condoms. Oh no, I only fucked my boyfriend with condoms too. I was a condom gal. So we like bumped into each other and he was like, how, like, how you been? We took talk for a little bit. And then he's like, what's going on? Are you, you know, raw dogging these days? And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I've been on prep for years and yes and yes. So we had a really great time together. And then we did some more talking afterwards. This story was the last piece of information that he said, but he asked me what I was spending a lot of my time doing. And I said, oh, podcasting. And I said, actually, um, see, now it's a bad call. What do you mean? I'm not doing a call. Oh, okay. I'm talking to you, though mm. you're on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah. So you're talking? So yeah, that's what you do. You say podcasting. So we're talking about podcasting. And he says, oh, my God, people are so into podcasting right now. And he goes, um, he was like, my friend is this, like, massive cum dump. He just, like, loves taking you know loads in his ass and he was like we're having a great time this weekend in palm springs because he's just getting like fucked constantly and i was like you know we actually did an episode with a cum dump on my podcast and he was like oh my god my friend was just telling me about that he was like recommending i listen to this podcast where he heard a cum dump win on the show and i was like that's my podcast and he was like oh shit so girl the cum dump the come people are hearing about come up. Well, this is a great time to segue into our email that we got from one of our wonderful listeners. You Who says to... they will remain a listener? Oh, okay. Do you want to read it? Because I just talked for a long time. Yeah. How kind. Hi, Dipper. Hey, Meatball. I'm Flank, and I'm a longtime listener here. I actually sent you snacks right before the pandemic, and I'm not sure if you ever received them. Uh-huh. We didn't. Love your... Yeah, we did not, because once that studio shut down... During the Come Dump episode, Dipper said, we want to be able to have conversations. And we want to be able to have conversations <laughs> and be able to talk about some things that's maybe taboo and explore it. And you received multiple complaints because many listeners felt it was irresponsible to do the interview. In a previous episode, you two explained how you were considering bringing Lady Maga onto the podcast. The very same conversation came about regarding responsibility, and you two felt it would be irresponsible to bring Lady Maga onto the podcast. Why did you deem it irresponsible to have a drag with another... Have a drag? Have a drag with an opposite opposing political viewpoint... (laughs) I love when people refer to drag queens as a drag. drag. She's a drag. Have a drag with an opposing political viewpoint, but not irresponsible to have a cum dump who's discussing bug chasing. At the end of the day, this is your podcast, and you can interview whoever, and you will not lose me as a listener. But this seems very hypocritical to me. I shouldn't have let you read this. This has been a rough ride. I'm so high. (laughs) On my dad grass. And I am trying to understand the reasoning behind the decision. The reasoning behind the decision was, actually, I still would have had her. But I think it was also... It was me. Yeah, it was you. I'll say this. 
I was very anti having Lady Maga on the show. And um, there were a few things at play. One, we were close to the election, right? Yes, it was very close to the election. Two, um, I'm not interested in her viewpoint. And and just like I said, we want to be able to have conversations about things that are taboo and taboo and explore it. We are also not a news source where we have to go, let's have three right-wing things that are taboo and three left-wing things that are have taboo and keep it even. Eventually, or essentially, it comes down to like what what interests us. So it's less hypocritical and more subjective, if that yeah. makes sense. We're not an objective place. And um, I did feel like having Lady Maga on is more actually dangerous to... Um, did you see all those people who came out to support QAnon and JFK Jr., a dead person, being on the ticket with Donald Trump? Yes. Um, like, that is, to me, but she still- represents a more dangerous with actual consequences for for um, uh, actual consequences for mm. people who are not taking personal responsibility. A cum dump talking about their experience is a person taking personal responsibility. Uh, someone who's supporting a twisted political agenda can uh, brainwash people into voting a certain way, and that has reverberations on people who cannot make a decision because the laws are affecting them no matter what. A, a cum dump, that's a person-to-person experience. Also, I think after we, I mean, we had spoken about it, and then I had watched a bunch of her videos where she's like talking to the camera and stuff, and this sounds like kind of like a cop-out, but she, she was boring. Not only she seems stu- stunted. I'm not a professional. This is my personal opinion. Something doesn't seem right, and I don't think that it would have been good for them to be on the podcast because I think it would have drawn a lot of negative attention more so than they were already getting. Um, it's clear that they're not okay because they've deleted all of their social media. I think except for maybe their Twitter. So I just, um, I think that they need have something wrong up top. Okay, we'll edit that out. All no, right. leave it in. Let's leave take it in. a break. She's, she's fucked in the head. Okay. Let's take a break. Leave that in, though. We're back with more voicemails. We're bringing you up. We're taking you down. We're talking about people's um, mental health. Oh. Hi, Big Dipper. Hi, Meatball. I'm listening to the Dragula episode right now. And uh-huh. I just wanted to call in to let Meatball know that Bonnie McGee is the one who wrote those songs, not Gigi. Um, oh. Who's the judge on Dragula? Jesus Christ, I can't talk. Okay, bye. What? Remember, because I said Gigi McGee maybe wrote all these songs for Katy Perry or something. Bonnie McKee. Oh, yeah, McGee the redhead. Wrote the songs, not Gigi. So, again, leaving us more confused than before. Who was Gigi? You never get facts with us. All right. Uh, QAnon. Hey there, Big Dipper and Meatball. My name is Austin Avery. I am a gay oh. porn model living in West Hollywood. Let's get to the Long Okay, let's listener, go. But first time trying to fit a story into three minutes. So sorry about the two other messages. This is going to be the right one. <laughs> but the following incident happened to me just a few hours ago, actually, when I had this guy over off of the Sniffies. I remembered him from another night, actually. He had come over to breed me, and listen, you know the dick is real good, because I don't hook up without filming very often anymore, so this one was just for my own enjoyment. You know what I mean? Things start getting hot and heavy with him when he comes over, and we move through all the good oral and rimming moments, and then just before we start to penetrate, we're making out a little, and he sucks my tongue up into his mouth with this strong force. All I felt was a pop underneath my tongue, and, like, I heard it, too. Just a quick little pop. It didn't hurt too bad, actually, but it definitely didn't feel right. So I, like, grabbed the ever-present nearby towel, which I do recommend for any gay sex encounter, Uh and I shoved it under my tongue. And when I take it back out, there's 
like a good amount of blood on it. So at this point, I'm trying not to have a panic attack. And the guy is like apologizing and rubbing my shoulders and stuff. I can tell it was an accident and he feels badly. He checks it out for me, says it's okay, looks a little worried though. So I go look in the mirror and you know that little flap or tendon that connects the bottom of your tongue to your bottom teeth? Uh-huh. Well, mine is looking more like a little hole under my tongue or like a tiny little vagina under there. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. split open, top to bottom. So I'm thinking, do I need stitches? Am I not going to be able to suck dick? Is this going to put me out of work? <laughs> but I run upstairs to get some ice, shove a cube under my tongue, and it like actually helps a lot with the pain. And then I go back downstairs to the bedroom, and he's fully dressed, like about to leave, of course. Absolutely. But all I could think of was the four-day load he had told me he had pent up, and I still wanted it. So here I go getting my ass up on the bed again, <laughs> and he's like – oh, we don't have to finish, but I'm like, I want your load. So he took his clothes back off and bred me twice while I had an ice cube and a towel shoved in my mouth. And it was good. Uh, uh, and also weird because oh, we were yeah. both noticeably traumatized by what had happened. My mouth tastes like I pennies? Mean, everything is okay. Obviously, I can speak normally. Like, it hurts a little bit if I try to lift my tongue up. So I just try to keep it laying down around the bottom teeth. <laughs> Hopefully, it heals fast, as I've been told tongues usually do. I guess my question to you is, what's wrong with me? <laughs> okay, uh, love you. Bye. What's what's wrong with me? <laughs> Let me say this: for a two minute and fifty second phone call, great. It was entertaining. It was good. There were no repeats. So, props to your mama. And, props um, to your mama. She gave her full name when I just started following her on Instagram, which is um, Austin Avery. Let me look her up. She got cake. And also, an OnlyFans. Um, that is wild. But I will say, when you were saying, "Oh, he," I, I went back down to the bedroom and he was getting dressed again. I was about to interject and I say, "Um, oh, we had a lot of mutual friends. Your butthole is not injured. Your butthole is just fine." And, and if you are the person who can take the butthole, the 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 dick in the butthole, then you should be able to continue with that activity. And I feel like this list it, of mutuals is funny. I feel <laughs> you're Bianca, stuck on the Dario Willem. Okay, continue. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like famous drag queens. That's yeah, the list that of are mutuals. just like clearly like follow follow his what watch his porn. Continue. Girl, he could be a friend of theirs and they have a good time together. She got some pictures and wigs. <gasps> uh-huh. I thought that was just her hair. Well, no, Ooh, the paint. I'm talking about the paint. Okay, don't spend all your time here on the Instagram. All I'm saying is if it was ah! me, if it was me and I had an ice cube in my mouth wrapped in a towel and I was biting down on it while a man was pounding me from behind, you know, I'd be like, I would be playing oh. into that fantasy of oh, like you hurt you're me like now. biting the pillow. But also, but also, what are we doing sucking tongue so hard? Yeah, like that's a little weird. I do like when a man I don't makes me like breathe his breath. Yeah, but you didn't get to do that the other night because you told me when you were in Palm Springs you ate a sandwich with a lot of garlic on it. I did. Yeah. But then said, I brush my teeth. That's what I told you to do. I said, brush your teeth, brush the tongue, and hit the town. I went to a man's house last night, and I got in, and I went to go kiss him. And he said to me, he said, I can't kiss deeply. I just had oral surgery. And I said, well, why am I here? Well, he wasn't going to suck you off. Okay. We know that never happens for you. I hope your tongue heals. Um... I feel like my favorite part of that call was when he said, "I don't often have sex without filming." I, listen, I actually Which, know I know a lot of people who that is part of their deal because they end up filming so much content, and the people they film with are so good that when they hook up with people who are not making content, the sex is less good. And they think, well, in order to make my money, I'm fucking five times a week already. So why am I having additional sex that why isn't Why am I giving good? this hole away for free? There you go. And based on what you're showing us here on your social media presence, I feel like the underside of your tongue is the least of your worries. So you're just lucky it wasn't like a butt cheek injury or a hole injury. Yeah. Ooh. 
a hole a injury would hole put you out of commission, injury. maybe. All right, let's do one more well, and round so out the episode. For, oh. Thank you for that voicemail. I don't think we have. Why didn't we ask about mass when you're come dumb? Um, I'm oh. in my 40s. I'm paused, undetectable. Uh, live in a major city. Travel a lot. Uh, in 99.9999% of these guys <laughs> are on meth, or they do meth when they do this sort of stuff. Uh, they're at sex parties and bathhouses, and you can go on Grinder or Snippies or anything else. There's also an, a website that's a bareback website, and it's BBRT. pretty much full of guys on meth who are just looking to get loaded bareback up. Bareback retweets? Uh, I would have been interested to hear if what his experience is with that. Is he mess free? Uh, okay. Love you guys. Have a good one. You know, I'll say I would, I was going to assume that he was meth free, but from my understanding, recreational, that's meth, true. He is meth. Free. I don't know enough about meth to know, but he but seemed, I don't know. He seemed like is, he was doing it for himself and like was just very organized about it. Yeah, meth is a really big, big hot button issue. It claims a lot of lives. It yeah. ruins a lot of lives. Um, and I think it is a big part of the conversation that we didn't get to. Should and we, we should have know, someone to talk on about meth use in the gay community. And like, Diva, we are your Mary Kate and Ashley Olson come dump detectives. So uh-huh. I'm sure. Gun, 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 gun. I'm sure we will continue the conversation. Meatball, it was nice chatting with you today. It was lovely chatting with you too. Well, we had a wonderful time. If you'd like to like and subscribe, go ahead and do it. You can follow us on Instagram at Spiciest Meatball and Fat Drag. No, I'm Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter, Spiciest Meatball on Instagram, Big Dipper Jelly on Instagram, or our podcast Instagram is Sloppy Pod. Also, someone asked me why you never promote my Twitter. But it's because it's the same as your Instagram. <laughs> right. Big Dipper Jelly on Instagram and Twitter. There Spiciest you go. Meatball on Instagram. Twitter, I'm Fat Drag Meatball. Don't forget to like and subscribe mm. so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. If you'd like to email us, send an email to sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Or you can call in with your own fuck talk story. You can talk about you anything. Just 213-536-9180. My neighbor. Goodbye. She's out there. Doodle doo doo forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. 